Hello and welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Paul Tanner lifts it. Head coach Tony Ursland coming to you from West Lafayette. Uh, uh, chilly, snowy West Lafayette. But uh, it is that, uh, that time of year and it's, boys, it's championship time of the year. NCAA championships this weekend uh, kicking off here in a couple of days down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, First, we want to talk about Big Ten results from last weekend in Ann Arbor, which was even colder and even snowier <laughs> than uh, than West Lafayette is right now. Uh, great to see you guys. Thanks for carving out some time, and uh, let, let's get right to it. Uh, Big Ten's coach, ninth place finish for the team. Uh, yeah. Just overall impressions on the tournament. Yeah, um, you know, I it, it, overall, even though – there's places where we didn't get guys on the stands, you know, maybe that we had hoped to, um, it was, it was better. I mean, the consistency from our freshmen, how they competed was, was much better than the year. We turned a lot of matches that we had lost, maybe close matches in, into wins and beat a number of higher seated athletes as well. So overall, you know, we, we wrestled much better and competed uh, pretty hard as well. I, I feel much better about where the, especially the young guys are. Um, because you see our our, our, our three hammers uh, all year did pretty well. But uh, I thought the young guys especially competed well. And that's what you want to see is them bringing their best effort uh, to, to, to the final regular season tournament. I think one other thing uh, of note was the fact that um, there were a lot of guys that, um, even if they didn't flip a result, they widened the gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they beat a guy by a decision in the regular season and then they – got a major or a tech or something like that at at big 10. So I thought it was, I thought there was a lot of, uh, like you said, they, uh, they they started to get the message. They started to, you know, really go after it and and execute the things that have been preached to them all season. There's no doubt. And, you know, um, that's what you want, right? I mean, you can't control anything else. You know, all you can do is just keep, trying to get better. You keep these young guys on what you kind of call the path to success, keep doing the right things, thinking the right way, training the right way. And they've got to see some, um, some improvement, whether like you said, it was widening the gap, you know, on a guy they had beaten or even flipping, uh, you know, uh, a couple of tight uh, losses, you know, around like I use Dustin Norris, for example, he had the Nebraska kid twice in one day, lost him in the duel, but beat him twice. You know what I mean? And I thought there was a lot he can draw from that, you know, um, Stoney Buell beating a a Rutgers kid, Kennard, you know, had a nice match, gave up two takedowns early, he's down four to one, really fought his tail to come back and and wore that kid out uh, to, to beat him at the end, you know? So there was those kind of successes that I think these young guys can take with them into the future. That's going to serve them well. Of course, you um, had uh, you, you had a handful of guys that, that did make the podium. Like yep. you said, uh, we'll we'll start at the start at the top with Matt Ramos. Comes in seated third, finishes third. Uh, it took probably an unconventional route to get to that third place finish. I don't think uh, a lot of us anticipated his tournament going the way it did, but yep. still uh, ended in a good place because because once. Once things went bad for him, he flipped his mind, and and it seemed like he got right right away. There's no doubt. Uh, he, uh, he he wrestled to his seed, right? He was seeded third. He got third. Um, had that upset in the quarterfinals um, from D'Agostino where he got caught just kind of hanging out, you know. Um, he just – he wrestled a little bit more of D'Agostino's match, and we got nicked uh, on a on – a, I would call it a, 
an iffy takedown. You know, they had to go to review for it. Right. They, they initially didn't call it a takedown. Yes. Okay. And so, so he, you know, he gave up the two uh, unexpectedly at the end of the second. And that kind of changed the tone of the match. You know what I mean? And so, but he, again, true is he's got character. He's got fight. He came back through that bracket, had a great win over, you know, another all American in McKee put himself mm. in that, uh, that constellation third place match. And, and uh, you know, like I said, wrestled to his seed. And I think he learned what's probably even more. What's good about that is he came out still wrestling to his seed, but I think he figured out, Hey, if I hang out in certain situations, you know, the match won't go my way. I can give up points and, and I need to be cleaner and sharper in certain situations. And he's a smart kid. And I'm, I'm sure he got that message. It's going to help him this weekend. Well, that's one thing. Hanging out is not his style. So, so he kind of, kind of has to be true to himself out there. Right. Yeah. And, and if you watch him coming back through, he really got his motor running. You know, you saw him in the first two periods against both Rutgers and uh, Indiana. I really get it going, yeah. you know, like uh, from an offensive standpoint. And so I think that just kind of reignited that and maybe, you know, showed him, hey, you know, let's not be conservative. It's going to lead to possible trouble. So, uh, again, hopefully it served him well. Where now him going into uh, this weekend, he, he has a much clearer picture of how he needs to execute his, his game plan. Uh, next podium guy, 141 pounds, Parker Phileas, took fifth place. Um, really solid tournament from Parker yeah. overall, I thought. Uh, put some put some some nice things together. You know, only lost to, you know, what he lost to the one seed and the three seed. Yep. And uh, and again, put up some some really important results that ended up really helping his national seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say you know. Now, obviously, the the Real Woods match was not um, what we wanted from a game plan standpoint, but everything else was very, very solid. I mean, even in his loss to to Bartlett from Penn State, you know, had to take down at the end. It was riding time that kind of separated us. So he's very, very close with the best guys in the country, and and he knows that. And uh, he's in great shape, has a lot of scoring holds. So I I just really like where Parker's at. He's, He's been in the battles. He's been in the wars. He knows what he has to do. And so I think he is in a tremendous spot going into the, the Nationals. Yeah, And the fact, too, I guess he beat Tal Shahar, which had been a, a kind of sticking point for him in the past. Tal Shahar has won the last couple over him. So for him to go get that takedown with very little time in the clock, I think is a, is a big boost for his confidence that he can score on anybody when he has to. Yeah, Parker's uh, that he he had some cardiac moments all weekend. <laughs> Boy, um, did he! You know the 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 getting out with one second against D'Amelio mm-hmm. to to not give up the ride time point and end up you know getting that one in sudden victory and then uh, yeah the the last second takedown against Tal Shahar he he got the old uh, he got the old ticker going there a few times for us. Yeah, but that's what I mean about Parker. Like he, you know he knows he can execute and he can score and he has a good sense of what that looks like. And so I really like where he's at. You just got to keep Parker focused on his game plan. When he's focused on what he has to do, uh, he's, he's, he's great. You know, and that's, and that'll be our goal with him is just stay focused on the process, man. Here's what you need to do in, in all of your situations. And as long as that's where he lives, uh, he's going to be, he's going to be tough, man. He's not somebody you want to go deep with. That's for sure. no, uh, sixth place finisher at 157 pounds, Kendall Coleman. Um, a bit of a bumpy tournament for Kendall, but uh, you know, overall, still finds his way onto the podium, still locks up that automatic bid to nationals, still winds up with a pretty solid seat at nationals, and uh, and he's he's gonna be dangerous. 
Yeah, he, he will be dangerous. And I think if you look at Kendall, it just shows you the difference between winning and losing and how small that margin is. We're, we're in the semifinals and the takedown to, to lose that match, you know, in a three, two match was a danger near fall, right. Where, um, you know, it was a three count and there wasn't even necessarily control, but, but those are the rules. And, and, and that's, you know, that's how it went. But had we flipped that match, you know, we're in the finals with a, with a chance to really do something special. So that's how small the margin is. And, and, uh, I think Kendall knows that he's just got to be able to be consistent because day one was very good. I think day two, you know, he, he, he was pressing too much. And again, we just got to keep him to stay within himself, understand the game plan. You don't need to press, trust your shape, trust your game plan. And, 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 and he'll be good. He certainly has got all the tools. Uh, fourth, last, and definitely not least, uh, Hayden Copas comes through with a podium finish at heavyweight uh steals an automatic bid to nationals uh flips some results that uh you know he he had in the regular season um really put it all together at the right times yeah you talk about a guy flips a match as you said you know he beat the uh the indiana kid you know to to go into place so so that was nice um again a guy who did his better you know best wrestling at the end and, and he's given himself a chance to uh prolong his season so, and that's always great experience for a young guy coming back, right? To, to get to the national championships, have that experience coming back for year two is, is a big deal. So uh, happy for him and excited to see what he can do in that bracket. Um, Dustin Norris, you brought him up earlier, uh, had a really nice tournament. Um, I don't, you know, obviously his finish, that, that was a brutal weight. You know, there yeah. were... There were nine spots on the grabs. Yeah. Uh, there were 10 spots. There should have been 10. You could have argued for as many as 12. Um, you know, there were a lot of uh there were a lot of really good kids in that bracket. And I mean the three guys he uh the three guys he ends up losing to were all former All Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, no. And hey, you know, he has a pin over the number 19. I think I think Foley, when he pinned him on morning of day two, um, was a top 20 guy, right? Mm-hmm. Took him down, got the cradle, and and, and ended it early. Well, so, yeah, that was that wasn't a fluke thing. He didn't he didn't catch him in something like that. No, no. That. No, and Dustin's good there. He is. He's you know, he's got some some different stuff. And and like you said, that was not a fluke. You know, he's he's looking for those things. Uh so it, the bummer part, you mentioned it a little bit. We thought we should have at least had 10 bids. Mm-hmm. So we thought maybe he would, had qualified outright on the number. Didn't didn't go his way. And again, when you look at this is where your season matters. You know, when you look at why Ken, uh, Kendall especially still had a, a very solid seed based on his body of work, right. you know, what Matt has done, his body of work, that's really where – you know, something like uh, Dustin can learn from, you know, that that every match during the regular season is important because, you know, that body of work is going to be going to be graded. So even though he was one off the spot and his only losses were to All-Americans, you know, it just looks like the committee didn't think his season was quite where it needed to be. And, and, he, and he'll learn from that. I think all of these freshmen will, will understand that there's there's value and consistency in your performance over the last three months. So, uh, yeah, disappointed, but at the same time, hey, excited because you saw some great things coming, you know, as, as I did for a lot of the freshmen. Um, the trip was not uh, <laughs> yeah. uneventful. You're going to go there. Not uneventful. That's true. I, I don't. I don't even know how to get into this. Um, I would like to 
really give kudos to all our guys and, and our staff for that matter, um, for facing some definite, uh, adversity away from the mat and yeah. still managing to, uh, to pull through for a, for a solid performance. Um, you know, the Midwest weather is, is always an adventure and, uh, and we got a serious taste of that in Ann Arbor last weekend. Oh yeah. So yeah, I I guess I'll just say it. Like we, we get to Ann Arbor and on Friday, huge snowstorm. And, uh, next three days we were without, uh, power lights, hot water, uh, a lot of, a lot of creature comforts. You know what I mean? We, we missed out on, so as you said, a lot of adversity, um, going on, like I said, when that stuff went out, you thought maybe, okay, it's going to come back. It's not a big deal. No, no power, no lights, no hot water. Um, hell, we had fire alarms going off. Was that Friday night? We had fire alarms tripping in the middle of the night. Yeah, coming yeah. into Saturday competition. Yeah, Friday. Oh, night. yeah, we're getting up early to go go weigh in. Way ins, yep. Two thirty in the morning, they were going, and it was not a quiet fire alarm. I mean, you've heard, you know, they're all they're designed to be loud, right? Yes. These were <laughs> piercing. Forced evacuation. Yeah. Go stand they outside, wait for the building to clear. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. It was. And so, uh, again, like, you know, we did all of this, you know, we had four guys on the podium. We, we were in ninth and we were ahead of, right. Some really good teams. I mean, you, you know, um, Illinois and Rutgers who had great, great years, ranked teams, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just behind Wisconsin. So we, we, by all accounts scored, you know, okay. We scored. Okay. You always want to do better, but we scored. Okay. And that was, Man, we didn't get the sleep we needed. We didn't have heat. You know, we there was a lot of things going Crazy. on. So, as Tanner mentioned, man, like kudos to the kids for for showing up and still um, competing the way they did. And, and this, and again, this these experiences will, will help uh, a lot of these young guys. You know, they they performed in spite of you know some things that you you would want right in your routine, and they still showed up, went about their business, and and performed uh, you know pretty solid. And honestly, you know, outside of the head coach, you know, nobody really complained. Everybody was, everybody was pretty cool about it. You know, they were, they were uh, you know, they bit the bullet and, 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 and that, that it just was what it was. Um, yeah, I was, I, I just called it in my journal. You know, I write in my journal all the time about, um, you know, training and different things. And I just labeled the weekend as Siberia training. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's that my journal notes were Siberia training day one, two and three. It's, it's like some Rocky Four nonsense. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, wrestling is a salt of the earth, blue collar, nose to the grindstone sport, but but that's that's ridiculous to, to have to put up with all of that stuff. Man, oh, man. Hey, you, you had to get jacked up for those early morning showers, buddy, because you know it was going to be cold. So you had to really kind of pump yourself up emotionally to get in there and grit your teeth and do it. We've all done ice baths after, after rough workouts. You know, it's just a – just a little bit extended version of that. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. betcha. You know, you mentioned, Coach, the ninth place finish, like you said, ahead of Illinois, ahead of Rutgers, ahead of Indiana, um, yep. ahead of some really solid teams. And it cannot be overlooked. We talked about it going in. It's, you know, the fact of the matter is you had six freshmen in the lineup. But yeah. To place ninth with, with that little um, low level of experience is pretty awesome. 
Yeah, it, it has you excited for the future. I mean, there's some things that you can control and some that you can't, right? And, and injuries this year, right? We had a couple of key injuries as well, and we've talked about them before. And then so you have – we're young anyway, right? And then you have injuries, and then you get younger. And so, um, you know, it, it, it just – it was what it was. We couldn't control it. And those young guys had to go out and compete and get better. And they did by and large, like I said, like there is a foundation for next year. And I know we're going to talk about the NCAAs uh, here shortly, but there is still a foundation uh, that was built and is continuing to be built uh, by these young people that I feel good about, about where this team is going uh, in the near future, just because of how they handled uh, and responded uh, throughout the course of the year and especially how they finished. They kept their heads in it and, again, found a way to do some of their best wrestling at the end. Um, on to Tulsa. We take yep. off today. Um, should be a great trip. Uh, looking forward to seeing what the BOK Arena and, and, and downtown Tulsa has to offer us. Uh, four guys qualified and uh, three of the four uh, top 12 seeds at their respective weights. So, um, really looking forward to seeing what, uh, what kind of show they can put on down there. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of work, time, effort, you know, emotional, you know, suffering, you know, on some levels, right. You know, day in and day out goes into this. And so to, to go down there and watch these guys who have real opportunities to accomplish goals is, is going to be fun and exciting, uh, for, for me, you know, there's, because you got a whole range of things, right? You got a couple guys like Kendall and and Parker who are seniors, um, you know, and then you've got a young guy like Matt who's who's the four seed. So just a whole range of things as far as the journey with these guys, and 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 you want to see kind of them um, their goals come to fruition, I guess. Um, you know, starting off with Maddie, four seed, um, you know, second guy in the last few years. Dylan Lighty got the four seed back in. Uh, 2020 uh was it 2020 mm -hmm. whenever covid started buddy yeah, the, the tournament that didn't happen the tournament yeah. didn't happen <clears throat> so uh it's nice to see uh maddie had an incredible season meet a lot of really good people um nice to see the hard work rewarded with uh with a nice seed and uh and what looks like you know could be a pretty good path to through yep. the tournament yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, very deserving of the of the seed. He's had a great year. He's proven that he's dangerous and can beat anybody. You know, um, we know where he was with Spencer even prior to that loss, you know, having scored twice and put him on his back. So very dangerous man in the bracket and and deserves like the path that 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 he has in front of him. You know, even though, hey, it's it's just take the man in front of you. You can't look ahead. And so even though he's in a great spot. And it's just keep your head down and deal with the man who's in front of you. Yeah, it's definitely a, it's a game that we like to play where we look ahead and we look at possible scenarios, but we definitely don't want to, don't want the wrestlers doing it and don't want to, don't want them to, to step outside of, of that, that, that circle that they're, they're, they're going out there to do battle in. Uh, Nico Provo, freshman from Stanford, had a, had a solid year out there. Um, they have wrestled before in freestyle, so there's a little bit of familiarity, but, uh, definitely nice to not see a big 10 guy in the first round. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? We spend all year, you know, wrestling each other that, you know, in the Big Ten, and then you game plan and you get familiar. So it's it's good when you, you're not going to see one of those guys right away. You know, inevitably, you're going to run into Big Ten people, and, and that's fine. But, hey, when you get to Nationals, you like to get people spread out, and that's a, that's a good thing. You know, we're not looking uh, maybe, you know, if you keep wrestling out, there's a possible quarterfinal with Augustino. Again, you, you don't want to look forward. Uh, but, you know, you like how at least they, they got spread throughout the bracket. For sure. Uh, moving on to 141 pounds. Uh, Parker Phileas with the 12 seed. Tony, were you uh, were you surprised by the 12 seed? Oh, just maybe a little bit. I mean, yes and no. Like, if you watch Parker wrestle, man, you know um, that he's capable and deserving of a good seed. We've always said his high-end wrestling and what his hit list is, is, is really strong. So, you know, I, I could play it both ways, right? I can tell you absolutely he's earned that and he's right where he needs to be, you know, but then... As I, as I mentioned earlier, like your body of work gets brought up at the end of the year in seeding, and he had a couple glitches early on. That mean nothing now. You know, that doesn't mean anything, but sometimes those things get brought up. So I, I could have made a case either way. You guys, you guys want me to make a case either way? I probably could do that. <laughs> but at the end, we know how good he is and what he's capable of. So, no, hey, he's, he's, he's deserving of where he's at. You know, I could even see you putting him higher. I mean, he's still – you know, he, he beat up on uh, Cornella, you know, at, at and what was Cornella? Was he a seven seed, an eight seed somewhere seven. in there? He's the seven. The seven, and we have a dominant win over Cornella mm-hmm. at Vegas. So when we could even make a make a call to go higher. Excuse me, you know? Um. Yeah, for sure. I had uh, I had guesstimated him kind of around 13 or 14, so I was I was close. Yeah. Uh, if I was if I was in the prices right, I'd be okay. I was under. <laughs> yep. Um but uh Really happy to see him get up there and, and, and get a crack at this. Uh, familiar opponent for Parker in the uh, in the first round. He gets yep. Cleveland Belton, who he saw out at Vegas and lost a tight match to um, in, I think, what was the second round maybe out there. Um, should, be, uh, should be an interesting rematch. No doubt. Um, you know, Cleveland is uh, an athletic guy, you know, um, he's got some some good holds. But I think, you know, that was a very tight match where we had him on the ropes late. And we know Parker's only gotten better here recently as well of being able to score and press action deep into a match. So I, we feel even though that was a tight loss, we feel really good about that matchup and what Parker can do. Again, uh, no Big Ten guys in our quad there. Uh, with Ryan Jack and Saul Irvin on the other side. Um, doesn't happen often at the national tournament, uh, something that I'm hoping that our guys are are ready to take advantage of. Yeah, like I said, those are things you don't have any uh, control over, and you can just wrestle the guy in front of you. But, again, favorable, right, when you're wrestling people for the first time. Um, that, you know, haven't felt you or, you know, know kind of what you're trying to do, you know, from, from a game plan standpoint. So again, yeah, I think those things are all favorable, but you just, you know, these are the three days you got to be wrestled to re- whoever lands in front of you no matter. and be ready to execute your game plan. It stays about you and not about anybody else. hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. Another 12 seed, 157 pounds. Kendall Coleman um, got knocked down a little lower than I thought he would be, but yes. But, uh, you know, again, we go back to that. It's not in your control, right? Um, so draws a Big Ten guy in the first round, but draws a Big Ten guy that we haven't seen before. So uh, 
better possible, you know, better possible outcome than than uh, than wrestling a guy for the the seventh time this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Exactly. That. That's you know when you've not felt Kendall, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Because um, he again, he's got some skills that are different, and so you like guys that haven't had a chance to feel him as much. Although I'm sure we'll run into him sooner or later. But yeah, it, it's a good start for for Kendall to kind of work into the tournament and get himself going. Um, potential match on the horizon with five seed undefeated Josh Humphreys from Lehigh did not wrestle a lot, but uh, obviously was, was victorious when he did um, looking forward to uh, looking forward to a potential second round match there. Yeah. Uh, dangerous opponent, been around a long time, done pretty well, you know, uh, Matt guy, you know, wants to be on top with legs in. And again, you know, that's just the coaches in us, right. Are looking at that, you know, Kenny's going to stay focused on Clark, but from a coach's perspective, you know, Humphreys, again, he's a guy who wants to get you to the mat, you know, wants to be on top and leg and, and try to uh, be, be tough from that position. So, you know, it, you know, we get to Thursday night and we're, we're where we want to be. We'll have to deal with something like that. So with both Kendall and Parker, you're talking about guys who are wrestling in their fourth national tournament. Um, how much does that experience matter at this juncture, and, and and how much does it does it help as you go in under the bright lights? Well, I think you can. It's something you can draw confidence on, right? Like when you do things, you know, it's not the end all, be all, right? But um, when you've been in the fire a lot, that means you've been there a number of times. You can draw on, hey, in this situation, this is how I need to kind of, kind of, you know, control my mind or control my tactics. You know, there, there's things that you can draw on just from experience, and you've done it more often. You know, um, I've you've seen young guys, though, right, being able to stay within themselves and execute. So being good doesn't have an age limit, but I do think there's things that uh, both Kendall and Parker can draw on, having been there and done that before. Uh, last and certainly not least, Mr. Copas uh, earned the number 30 seed at heavyweight. Um, he will draw a Big Ten opponent in uh, three seed Greg Kirkfield at Penn State. Uh, very tough first round opponent, um, but obviously nothing more than an opportunity for our youngster. Yeah, I mean, uh, here we go. You know, the, the three seed right out of the gate. So let's let's be ready um, and be dangerous. You know, as you always say, it's you're zero and zero in the postseason. So make sure that when you put your foot on the line, you're committed to what you're doing. And that's where he's got to be. He's got nothing to lose. Right. I mean, you know, he's uh, one of the last uh, one of the last four in uh, in this weight from a seating standpoint. So just go in, be dangerous and, and be that tough out. And then, then no matter what happens, hey, no regrets. And, and that's how I'd like him to approach this match is just throw all your chips on the table, be that tough out, and, and let's see where we land. Absolutely. Uh, you talk, you know, we, we just got done talking about guys who are, you know, experienced and have, have done this several times already. You know, this is this is our one guy who's going to experience this for the first time. Um you know, what are the messages? How, how do the messages differ for him? Well, I, I think the message is I'll just repeat myself, right? Like you uh, from a seating standpoint, there's no expectation. It's a heavily favoring one guy, right? You need to be the tough out. You need to go 
get after him in your best way um, and just stay in the moment. That's all he can do. You can't think about winning. You can't think about losing. You got to think small picture. You got you got to be where your feet are, man. Like when his feet are on that line, he got to be there and he's got to be all in in that moment. And that's all you want a young guy to do is put themselves mentally and emotionally right there in that moment and execute. And, and right, it's the same thing with with the other three guys. But again, they've been there maybe a little more often, so maybe they're a little more comfortable with it. Corey, you got anything else for the for the big dance here? Uh, not really. I'm just looking forward to it. It's always a great time of year. It's fun for me. I I I don't get to travel, so I sit in my office with Matt Cast on all day and and watch wrestling. I'm not terribly productive. Don't tell the boss. <laughs> um, but but it's it's great. Uh, it's great fun, and and I wish you know better travels to you guys this time around and uh and 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 get after it down there in Tulsa. Maybe the great maybe the director of ops will get his stuff together on this trip, get us in a decent place. Fingers crossed. God, if we have electricity and hot water, it we won't know what to do. It'll be it'll be so soft. You can send the bar down here, Tanner. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. hot water. We're not asking too yeah. much. We'll have to do a travel <laughs> recap on the year when we're done because we've got a couple of really good stories. Yeah. Um, you know, just in general, Maryland was a, was an interesting trip. I don't know if we can talk about all of that or if there's a way we can kind of censor that. But you know, I'll tease that there might be need to be a travel recap on the year and, and things you encounter while on the road. That's yeah, that's a that's a pretty good story. That's that sounds yeah. uh, that sounds like a lot of fun down the road. We'll. We'll be back at you after NCAAs with uh, with results, talking about uh, talking about all the great things you guys are about to do, Coach. I know you got to get off to practice, so so we're gonna wrap it there. Uh, safe travels, good luck, and uh, uh, last words from either one of you. I uh, just you mentioned it. I last practice, uh, you know, of the year, you know, before we come back, you know, on spring break and start freestyle. So really excited to. Uh, you know, watch these guys accomplish their goals. I have tremendous confidence in these guys, just so you know. I mean, they've done it all year long, and they are peaking and doing their best wrestling. So I feel as good about this group as I have any, any you know, going in about what they can do. So, yeah, it, we're in a good spot. Uh, shout out to our tour guide, uh, going to the hometown of comms, uh, comms extraordinaire William Sule. He's going to show us around Tulsa and, and make sure we, uh, we know where all the, the hot spots are. That'll be good. Uh, be 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 careful, old uh, old Willie boy. He's 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 coming at life from a different place from y'all. You never know. Right? <laughs> no, it's gonna be great. He I know he's been talking about it for weeks, so he's he's really looking forward to it. Uh, we can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see what you guys do. Do something special down there. We'll uh, we'll leave it there until next time. Boiler up. <laughs>